Alright brothers and sisters, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, Called to Holiness. So, um, reading in the uh, several of the uh, books, uh, starting with Leviticus, uh, the Father, God, and Jesus says, as it is written, For I am the Lord brings you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall, therefore, be holy, for I am holy. So, this is a directive also. The word shall also means you must. So, when God gives a directive, this is what he expects. You shall, therefore, be holy, for I am holy. Now, when you hear the word holy, what comes to mind? Do you feel as if being holy doesn't apply to you? If so, your thinking has been hijacked by the enemy, because this is very important uh, for believers to be holy Upon the return of Jesus. When he comes back. At that time. Jesus expects us to grow spiritually in this life. And to be holy upon his return. Now that is not an unrealistic expectation. Given that he's been away. For over 2,000 years. So, in short, we have no excuse not to understand what is expected from each one of us believers who has been born again and has received the Holy Spirit. We have no excuse. Now, <clears throat> if you feel that you aren't holy, you have to look at your daily walk in this life. If you are driven by the flesh, this will be nearly impossible for you to accomplish. You have to die to the flesh. This is why Jesus said, if you're going to pick up your cross and follow me, you must deny yourself. Now, that word deny has a lot of meanings, and a lot of times when, um, especially for those of us that are pursuing the ministry, denying ourselves, meaning what he, he's, he's saying is that, take up your cross and follow me, follow my ways, uh, denying yourself, denying the flesh, walking in the spirit. When Jesus was on this earth, he did everything in the spirit. And that was his set example for us children of God. Now, the, the definition of holy, uh, one of the meanings, I know there's others, but this is the one I chose, is to be exalted or worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness 
and righteousness. Now, that pretty much explains Jesus' character. Perfect in goodness and righteousness. Now, as it is written again, as I mentioned earlier, in Leviticus chapter 11, verse 45, New King James Version. For I am the Lord who brings you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. Also, it is written in 1 Peter, verses 13 through 16, New King James Version. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust, as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Now Peter took that particular verse, or that phrase, Be holy, for I am holy, from the, the book of Leviticus. Now, that's not the only place that God uh, emphasizes or stresses uh, the importance of his children being holy. This is expected. Now, as I, <clears throat> excuse me, as I said in the beginning, we have no excuse not to be holy. It's a choice. Now, you can choose to follow the flesh and the world. And this will never be accomplished. You have to die to the flesh and the world system and renew your mind and put your thoughts on higher things, things above the kingdom way, which is the way Jesus walked. Everything that Jesus was teaching was kingdom principles uh, to get us prepared for when he returns, which in my opinion, will be soon. As it is written also in Hebrews 12, verses 14 through 17, New King James Version, Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Stop right there. That is very important. If anything marinate and meditate on that particular verse. Pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Wow. That's powerful. Without which no one will see the Lord. Now, you you can believe that or you can choose not to believe it. But what I can tell you is that it is impossible for God to lie. If he said it, you can believe it. Without which, no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, 
lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled, lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Wow, that is powerful. Now, this is in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 14 through 17. If it's written, God spoke it, you can believe it. As I said before, it is impossible for God to lie. I'm going to read this verse one more time. Verse 17. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place for repentance. Though he sought it diligently with tears. Wow. Folks, brothers and sisters, God expect us to walk in holiness. Now, this is a daily walk. This is this is something that you grow into. It's not uh, expected as soon as you're born again that you become holy. This is a daily walk. You must think spiritual things. You must think on the things above. You have to die to the flesh to be to be successful at um, becoming holy. This is expected, period. Uh, this is what God expects. This is what Jesus expects when he returns. Now, as it is written also in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Now, watch this. Now, verse 9 again. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. With a holy calling. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began period so brothers and sisters as I mentioned earlier we are called to be holy we are expected to be holy this is very important for us believers now to help you along this walk in the way that Jesus uh, set the example, here's another verse in the book of Hebrews, chapter 16, verses 17 through 20, New King James Version. We must avoid divisive or divisive persons. Verse 17, as it is written, 
Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses. Note, make aware, or be aware, of those who cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you've learned, and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience has become known to all. Therefore, I am glad on your behalf, but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. And the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. Now, this is coming from Hebrews 16, verses 17 through 20. Now, notice the importance or the emphasis as it is started in verse 17. Now, I urge you, I urge you. God is pleading, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you've learned, and avoid them. Now, you must stay away from that, because that um, will cause bitterness, and it will cause the root of bitterness to spring up and cause trouble. Now, if you are involved in such things, uh, it is impossible to become holy. It is contrary to the way Jesus walked. Okay, so holiness is uh, the fruit of the Spirit. Joy, peace, meekness, uh, slow to anger. Um, you know, all the good things are good character characteristics that anyone can pursue will lead you into the holy calling that Jesus is expecting. Now, the word expecting is just that. It's just that Jesus expects his followers to be holy. For our Heavenly Father is holy. This is the whole reason Jesus had to come down and shed his blood to get us in right standing so that we can actually have communications and uh, fellowship with our Father, without which, without what, his, without His sacrifice, forget about it, because our God is holy. Now, with that being said, Jesus came down here and and cleaned the cleared the slate for us, made us clean through His blood. We are white as snow in our spirit. When we receive Jesus Christ, and this is how God receives us. So with that being said, to reject that, that is just ridiculous. I mean, come on, folks. Do you really think everything in this world will remain the same? Those that continue with the foolishness obviously do. But I got some news for you. Jesus is coming back. And as you just heard the truth of God's words, Jesus urges us to be holy. Now this is going to take effort on our part. We must die to the flesh. 
we must surrender all those worldly things and put them under God's feet and, and, and submit to Jesus. We must make a conscious decision to put to death the desires of the flesh and commit to yielding to the Holy Spirit so that we do not fall short like Esau. Now, as it is written, remember, for you know that afterward, verse 17 in Hebrews chapter 12, for you know that afterward, Esau, we're talking about Esau now, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Brothers and sisters, we must take this serious. It's time to stop playing games. It's time to get right with God. It's time to be reconciled to God through Jesus Christ. Don't wait another day. Don't be like Esau. Jesus urges us that we pursue holiness. Amen. Amen. God bless.